Welcome to Lex Chat. My name is Lexi, singer, rapper, writer, recording engineer, model, and all-around entertainer. And thank you so much for joining me today. This show is dedicated to music and entertainment, where we talk about the industry and the business, and we help each other to become better artists. You can catch these chats live on Instagram at LexiATL. That's on Instagram at L-E-X-C-A-T-L and on YouTube every Wednesday night to be part of the live conversation. If you missed the live, you can hear the replay on Mondays at 8 a.m. on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. If you're listening or watching on YouTube, please be sure to like this video, leave comments to continue the conversation, subscribe, and hit the notification bell to be notified each and every time I post a new piece of content. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please give me a five out of five star rating and leave a review. All of these things really help me by telling the algorithms this is a good piece of content that they should push in front of larger audiences. So I would greatly appreciate you doing that for me. If you'd like to go the extra mile in supporting me, then please consider becoming a patron of mine on patreon.com slash LexiATL. And for as little as $5 per month, you'll be supporting me and getting early access to the content. This week on LexChat, Let's chat about the DJ Power Summit in Atlanta, hosted by coalition DJs spearheaded by DJ Big X ATL. The summit went on from Friday, January 13th through Sunday, January 15th, and was very informative. I met a lot of people who I'm still in the process of reaching out to and seeing how those connections might be able to work. There were six panels, two hours each, so 12 hours total of panels, and I attended all six panels. It was very, very long, actually. It felt like a full work day of information that I was taking in. I was so tired afterwards, but I did record all the panels and I took notes with actual pen and paper and I got some really great information. It was definitely worth it. And I want to share the information I got with you all listening or watching. So if you'd be interested in hearing what I learned at the DJ Power Summit, stay tuned. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show, I want to start out by giving a shout out to my sponsors, starting with Patreon. Shout out to Mr. Flat Shoals, who is a patron of mine. Thank you so much for supporting me in a way that I can feel. If you listening or watching to this, if you would like to listening or watching to this, if you who are listening and watching this right now, if you would like to become a patron, Get early access to content and get shout outs on Lex Chat. You can do so by going to www.patreon.com slash LexiATL. Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash LexiATL, L-E-X-C-A-T-L. Next up, I want to give a shout out to Eb Slade for hair and makeup. Get both done in one place. Right now, I have a half up, half down ponytail style. This was done over a week ago and it's still holding on so long as I slick down my edges. Eb Slade gives me full hair service and full makeup service with each visit. She washes, detangles, shampoos, conditions, dries, braids it down, and styles, all included in the price. And y'all know how crazy that is because in Atlanta, these new stylists be acting like they don't want to do that part of the job. So yeah, after I got all of that done, right, then when the hair was done, she does a full face of makeup, 
full service y'all I walked in looking basic I walked out looking like a baddie and her prices are extremely competitive she only focused on me the entire time until the look was completely finished I love her work and if you love what you've seen her do for me make sure you book it for yourself or book for a family member or a friend Eb Slade is based in Atlanta, Georgia, so go follow her and book her services by going to Instagram at Eb Slade. That's Instagram at E-B-S-L-A-Y-E-D and tell her Lexi sent you. Next up is Glory Apparel. Glory stands for God's Love Over Rebellious Youth. You can shop the brand at God's Love Over Rebellious Youth.com. I'm sorry, God's Love Over Rebellious Youth.store. Their mission is to show people how loved they are by God. Check out the first collection, Loved Ones, which I am a featured model for. A percentage of all sales from this Loved Ones collection will be donated to helping people get help. We want to see our people be healthy emotionally and mentally. So every month we will be paying for as many people as we can to go to therapy. Through your purchases, you can help people all over the world find safe spaces to process their life experiences in a healthy way that will ultimately lead to a healthy life. If you resonate with that message and you like what you see when you check out the collection, you can shop the look at God's Love Over Rebellious Youth dot store or visit their Instagram page at Glory Apparel One and click on the link in their bio to shop. If you'd like to become a sponsor of Lex Chat and advertise your services and products, you can contact me through Instagram at LexiATL. That's Instagram at L-E-X-C-A-T-L. You can send me an email at LexiSolo at gmail.com. That's L-E-X-C-S-O-L-O at gmail.com. Or you can send me a text to 404-692-1299. Again, you can send a text to 404-692-1299 if you'd be interested in becoming a sponsor. Thank you so much to all of these sponsors I mentioned who are sponsoring this episode. Announcements. If you are listening to the playback of this episode on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, then you are hearing the song in the background that's playing right now. It is called Late Night. It is myself, Lexi, featuring F.A. Bubba. He now goes by the name of one of Be Different, but you know, back then he was F.A. Bubba. So this song is called Late Night, F.A. Bubba and Lexi. That's what's playing in the background. Make sure you go check it out and save it to your playlists and make reels and TikToks and things with it. You can find it on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, YouTube, Amazon, pretty much wherever streaming is available. Just choose your favorite platform and you can find it on there. That's Late Night. F.A. Bubba and Lexi. Next announcement, you know I got to mention the merch. If you go to my website, www.lexiatl, then I got some merchandise for you. You know, it may be wintertime, but the summertime and the springtime is right around the corner. And we know that the sun can be very ablaze, very much hot, very much bright during the spring and the summertime. So to prepare for that, why don't you go ahead and get yourself a hashtag winner sun visor to help block the sun from out of your eyes that's available on my website as well as affirmation wristbands in a bunch of different colors all the colors of the rainbow it says hashtag winner hashtag keeper i literally have black white pink purple red blue green yellow orange i literally have the colors of the rainbow so 
That's available on my website as well as the Lexi Burn lighters with built-in bottle opener. So if you smoking and if you drinking, then Lexi got you covered, okay? And if you just want a little memorandum, you know, something to remind you of me, then you can check out the Lexi posters. I've got the artistic ones as well as the sexy Lexi posters. All of these things, like I said, are available for purchase on my website at www.lexiatl.com. Let me do that one more time. That's www.lexiatl.com. L, why am I so country on L right now? www.lexiatl.com. I would truly appreciate your support. Now, remember that I do have quite a few um, events coming up. So, you know, the DJ Power Summit just passed. That was January 13th, 14th, 15th. The next event that I will be attending or that I will be participating in and I'm one of the featured models is the Pan Yarders Mass Band Launch. Okay, the band launch is going to be on Sunday, February 19th. I believe it starts at 3 p.m. Panyarder's Mass Band is Atlanta's number one carnival costume designer and producer. And on February 19th, they will be presenting their designs for 2023. I am one of the models presenting a costume and y'all, I have never done a fashion show like this before. Like I'm really about to be dancing in full costume and headdress and really be getting closer to my Caribbean roots with this one. So I'm really excited because I've never danced this way for anyone in public. You know, I do it in my mirror at home in the safety of my house, but never in public. So I'm definitely going to be nervous, but I'm going to be excited as well. And I really hope I get to do this every year. And I hope to see you this year for my first performance with them. The launch will be held at Caribbean Connection Cultural Center at 2620 Park Central Boulevard, Decatur, Georgia, or I think sometimes it ends up showing up as Stonecrest. So keep that in mind. Pan Yarders Mass Band Launch Caribbean Connection Cultural Center at 2620 Park Central Boulevard, Decatur, Georgia, or Stonecrest, Georgia, depending on what shows up. You do need to buy tickets for this event, so make sure you check the link in my bio or check out my website either at LexiATL on Instagram or LexiATL.com on my website. And the first thing that you should see is all the events and how to get tickets. You will need tickets for this event, okay? The next event that you're going to need tickets for is the 90s sitcom prom. Break out your best 90s wardrobe and let's have a prom. Presented by the Black Market Network, this is the first annual 90s sitcom prom being held on Saturday, February 25th all day at Atlanta Utility Works in East Point, Georgia. That's Atlanta Utility Works at 2903 RN Martin Street in East Point, Georgia. Myself, along with many others, will be performing live at 8 p.m., so please make sure you come check it out in your best 90s outfit. The pop-up market is free, but to show me extra love and support for this show and to help put a little money into my pocket, if you care, when you go to Eventbrite, You'll scroll until you see GA live party and show. And then in parentheses, it will say Lexi. Tickets are $15. And when you buy tickets, I will get 100% of my ticket sales. Again, if anybody cares, if you care about helping me out. So you'd be helping to put money in my pocket when you get a ticket and make sure you select my name under the options. So again, come out for some 90s nostalgia and come party and drink like it's 1999. Hope to see y'all there. 
Now, next up, next up, next up, I want to announce my new song that is coming out. It's my first gospel song called Smoke and Mirrors, which will be available on all streaming platforms next week on January 15th. If you're listening to the playback of this episode, Smoke and Mirrors will be going live on Wednesday, produced by Maurice Beats. And... To celebrate the release of my first gospel song, Smoke and Mirrors, I will be giving away $100 worth of gift cards. Five winners will each get a $20 gift card, or I can just send you the money through a payment app if that's what you prefer. My song, Smoke and Mirrors, which was, again, produced by Maurice Beats, is going to be available on all streaming platforms on January 25th of 2023. Today, tonight is the first drawing for this giveaway. I'm going to be drawing five names total, and I've just decided that I wanna make the drawing more interesting by allowing the same person to win multiple times. So, if you've entered once, you're entered for all five drawings, which means you have the opportunity to win at least $20. Or, if your name gets pulled multiple times, and your luck is that good, the odds are very much in your favor, you could win the full $100, okay? If you are a patron of mine, your name was automatically entered five times or as much as your tier level. So like, let's say that you pay $5 a month, that gave you five entries. If you had $10 a month, it would give you 10 entries, you know what I'm saying? So if you're a patron of mine, your name was automatically entered into the drawing as much as your tier level. May the odds be ever in your favor, and I can't wait to see who all wins the way. Well, I'm gonna tell you that after I do the drawing. So I put up a post for Smoke and Mirrors announcing the release, and I asked everybody to like the post, make sure you're following me, and then comment Smoke and Mirrors emojis in the comment section to help me drive some, what do you call that? Drive traffic, right? I'm going to be drawing the first name from a bowl. I put the names on little pieces of paper and uh, folded them up, put them in a bowl. I'm gonna mix these up here. Let's get that sound, that ASMR. Mmm, beautiful. Okay, so the first winner, I'm gonna close my eyes. This is so fun. Okay, the first winner is Hey, it's my girl Detroit Dope. Congratulations to Detroit Dope. You are the first winner of the giveaway. You are going to be receiving a $20 gift card or let me know if you prefer for me to send you a cash app or Apple Pay or something. I'll be sending you a message after Lex chat. So please make sure you respond within 24 hours. Hey, I'm so happy. She was like one of the first people to... um to like the, the la, 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 la. she was one of the first people to like the post and comment and do everything and she shared it to her stories so she got some extra entries y'all you know what i'm saying i'm so excited and if you are interested in entering this giveaway make sure you pay attention to my instagram page i have pinned the smoke and mirrors post to the top of my page so you can't miss it make sure you follow the rules exactly as i say in the post and in the caption very important because a lot of people did not follow the rules for the Ratchet Christmas Basket giveaway. 
Christmas gift basket. Yeah, gift basket. A lot of people did not follow the rules for that one. So make sure you follow the caption and the rules exactly, precisely. To enter the giveaway, in case you don't feel like going back and reading it, but you got to read it anyway, you have to be doing at least three things, okay? To get one entry, you have to follow me at LexiATL. That's at L-E-X-C-A-T-L on Instagram. You have to, number two, like the smoke and mirrors post that is pinned at the top of my page. And number three, you have to comment with smoke and mirrors emojis. Okay. Now to get extra entries, you can tag up to five people for five extra entries. You can share the post to your stories and tag me for an extra entry. Okay. One story each day. I just decided. You can pre-save or pre-download Smoke and Mirrors on Spotify and iTunes and send me a screenshot and that will get you 10 extra entries. Winners are drawn at random and I will be reaching out to you by way of DM message on Instagram. If you do not respond within 24 hours, the next draw will get your prize. So again, make sure you're following me and pay attention to my Instagram page to enter the giveaway. The next Giveaway announcements will be made on Wednesday, January 25th, Wednesday, February 1st, Wednesday, February 8th, and Wednesday, February 15th. So there's still time for you to enter to win. Congratulations again to Detroit Dope. I'm so happy that you won. You have no idea. I'm so happy that you won. Ah, that's so exciting. Anyway, let's move along to the Lex check, okay? Got a few things going on. So um, I'm actually recording live right now for anyone who's tuned in live. Today is Wednesday the 18th. So this episode, um, this is going to be shown um, whatever date is Monday. Let me pull up a calendar really quickly. Whatever date is Monday. So this episode is going to go live on Monday, January 23rd. And then um, I will be filming next Wednesday and I'm not sure how long I'm going to be on set. So I'm recording this DJ Power Summit ATL recap. And then I have a guest coming. The Devin Nash will be joining me for the next episode of Lex Chat. But that episode will not air until Monday, January 30th. Okay. Um, and like I said, it's cause I'll be filming, I'll be filming a couple things. So I got that going on in Atlanta. Um, and then I have a couple things coming up in New York that I'll be filming for. So I'm really excited about that. And like I said, in a previous episode, I kind of just hit the ground running for this new year and just trying to keep myself busy. You know, I already did one event this year. I want to do another event um, I, I want to do them like once a month. I say that is a, a reasonable goal and I want to be disciplined with that because it's great networking opportunity, which can, you know, in turn be money in my pocket. So yeah, I'm very excited that I'm taking steps to essentially turn it up a notch this year. And again, with the giveaways that I'm doing, it's another way that I am trying to get like some marketing dollars, you know, trying to get people into the giveaways and into my music and keep them tuned into my page so if I can give a little then I hope people can give me a little bit too and just share the daggone post you know it literally takes like five seconds to share a post you click share you click post a story and you're done right so um yeah this is a marketing investment doing these giveaways so I'm really excited about that and to tie into that I can't wait to do my taxes so I can really plan my spending for this year 
I cannot wait to do my taxes. Once I do my taxes, I'll be able to have a better idea of how I can market, like what I can do for marketing. And you know what? I think they said that you could start on the 23rd, which is this upcoming Monday, which is when this episode is airing. So yeah, um, I just need to do my mileage, I believe. And then I can post, I can start, um, what do you call it? Going through and doing my taxes. So ah, I wonder if I should make that an episode where I'm planning, I'm going through like how to plan a year of spending based on a tax return, like how to bust down a tax return. So let me know if that's something that y'all would be interested in hearing about like different ideas different things you can do with your tax return money so you're not just spending it on dumb stuff you should be spending it on things that you're going to be investing in yourself with you know investing it back into the business that's the whole goal of business and profits pay yourself with the profits and then you know i ain't gonna go that deep but you know what i'm trying to say and then the other thing that i wanted to check in with y'all about for this lex check is i started an artist support group via the app group me And I really want it to be mostly for people who are based in Atlanta, Georgia. So um, because the idea is I want to get a group of artists together who we help each other. We encourage each other Um, whenever there's open mics, we can post it in there and go with each other to the open mics. Because when you go to open mics, especially when there are prizes involved, when you go to open mics with an audience or with a group of people, you can help each other win by having a bunch of people with you. And then with this support group, right? If we're all going to the shows together, we're recording content for one another and we're also critiquing one another. So I want it to be like a team. Of course, this is gonna benefit me, but I want to build a community and that's the main goal of this support group. Build a community and leave my mark on people and helping people to grow, to become a better artist through a more hands-on type of way. And uh, that's why I say I would prefer that you would be based in Atlanta if you're interested in joining the group, Um, because, you know, we'll be doing things like going to these shows together. And I want to get a fitness group together, a fitness group of artists to help each other get better. That's the whole point of this podcast is right. Right. Like a little. Why am I talking like this? That's the whole point of the podcast. Right. Is to help each other become a better artist and bridge the gap between things in our life and make things more harmonious you know so really excited about that all right so that is the end of the lex check now i want to get into the hot take for this episode okay now again i'm gonna give a little disclaimer i was not as prepared with this as i wanted to so today instead of the written out thought out hot take that i've been doing the past couple of times This one is going to be straight off the dome, but I do have a little bit of help. So, of course, I went to the DJ Power Summit in ATL over the weekend. And one of the panelists slash moderators was Deb Antney, which is Waka Flocka's mom. And um, it was a part of the Women in Hip Hop Women Empowerment panel that was on day three of the summit. And this one particular part that she said, because I did record all of the audio, but this one particular part really resonated with me. And I thought it was fitting that um, I pair this audio with the hot take for today, because this is bouncing off of the hot take of the toxic beauty trends that I talked about in the last Lex chat. Okay, so let's listen to what Miss Deb, Aunt Deb, however you want to call her, Miss Deb, Antony, let's listen to what she had to say. I stand on mine, okay? Ten toes down, crossed over, 
bunion whatever. I stand on mine. Okay? Nobody's gonna do, you're not doing what you wanna do with me. I'm not falling victim to whatever it is that's there. That's it. Or because this one do it, now I got to go do that because they did it. No, you're gonna do mine, I'm a trendsetter. Yeah. I like you following behind me. And that's what y'all have to understand, who you are. Be comfortable in your skin. Don't think y'all gotta lay on that table and get chopped up for somebody to acknowledge and recognize you. You don't have to do that. The beauty lies within you. That's your body. What's inside of that body? What's the makeup inside of that body? And if that's all you have to offer, when that's over with, then what? What you gonna do after that? You think about all these women that's selling sex, and this is what's going on. Their days is numbered. After that, what's the life after that? That's what you have to think about. And that is something that I think about a lot, you know? What comes after the sex has been sold? I think, unfortunately, what happens with women in the industry, because I've even been through it myself, I have been approached by certain men in the industry and they try to sell me this fantasy. They try to sell me on, yeah, I can get you wherever you need to be, baby. You want to be bigger, you need to roll with me. You want to be better, you need to you need to get a couple of shots in your in your butt. You need to get a, a little BBL. I'll pay for it for you. And they really think it's cute. Some guys really think it's cute to offer to pay for me to get a BBL. Not realizing, this is a side note from the hot take, but not realizing that you're basically telling me that I'm not good enough because if I could stand to have a little more here, then you would you would pay for that. Like you're telling me you don't like me as I am naturally. And I have a problem with that. Why do guys think it's cute? Some guys think it's cute to tell a woman that he would pay for a BBL. I guess because there's too many birds out here of really letting men believe that a BBL is supposed to make me happy. Have you seen the recovery process for a BBL? But anyway, this is something what Miss Deb said is something that I definitely think about all of the time. And the hot take is that all of these artists who sold their bodies and were overly sexual. Sorry, I don't know what that was. That was like a kid. It's the it's my cat. So anyway. All of these artists who are out here selling their bodies and being overly sexual and feeling like they have to portray this image to get on or to push numbers, right? They're not going to be around in five years, in three years, maybe even not even next year, maybe not even in the next six months. You know why? Because that's all you focused on as an artist. You didn't put enough focus on Like it is important as an artist to be a brand. Your brand is your entire look. Your brand is your hair, it's your makeup, it's your nails, it's your outfit, it's your body. It's are you maintaining yourself? Are you maintaining your shape? All of those things play a role in your brand as an artist. And especially if you are a female artist. For some reason, the men do not get it as bad as the women, but the women have to present ourselves a certain way. And if we don't, we are not likely to be as successful. Beauty in the industry is directly linked 
to how much success you will get. And a lot of people will even say the most mediocre of women will get more attention and more accolades in the industry because they're beautiful over someone who has more talent, more bars, more lyrical acrobatics, but is maybe not as attractive, right? Or maybe doesn't have the right skin color or the skin tone, colorism. That's a whole nother conversation. But my hot take is that all of the rappers who all they have to talk about is their P word and how good it is, how wet it is, or how they're always taking money from men and using men, y'all are not going to be around for the long run because that's not the kind of music that builds communities. That's the kind of music that destroys communities. And y'all are being used as pawns to portray a certain agenda to push a certain agenda and portray black people to be in a certain light that not all of us are like that. We certainly do have those types in our community. Yes, that's true, but that is not what all black people are. And it gives all black people a bad name to constantly have this agenda being pushed. The people who make the music about killing and taking someone else's woman and cheating and having sneaky links and just doing all these immoral things Y'all are not going to be around for a long time and your music is not timeless. Anybody who felt like they had to sell sex or sell violence and drugs to be successful, you might get your money in the short run, but you are not going to be around for the long run and your impact will be dissolved in a matter of months because you made no real musical impact. You got in and you got out real quick. That's not what music is supposed to be about. Music is supposed to be about encouraging people and pushing people towards a certain mindset music has a lot of influence and unfortunately a lot of the music that's being pushed out or has been pushed out in the past five to ten years it has been very detrimental and there's been no balance and the community is a reflection of this and it's really sad and for the women who felt like they had to they have to push sex to sell their records that means you're only going to be as hot as your body for however long that is. And a lot of y'all keep getting these surgeries and putting foreign things into your body. Your body is going to reject you. I don't know how many years it's going to take, but your body is going to reject you and it's going to sag. It's going to be infected. It's going to look weird. It's going to look gross. And nobody is going to want you after all of the hard work and money you put into making your body something be desirable. That's going to be out of fashion within a year. But what's going to stick around is your legacy. What are you leaving behind for us to hold on to that is you? That is bettering the world. Or just showing that you became a better person over time. Because music doesn't always have to be as deep as, you know, wanting world peace. But it should at least be about the peace within yourself. You mean to tell me that all you ever valued yourself at was talking about how wet your P word was or boasting about how you could get a bunch of money out of a man. It must be a special kind of hell to talk about things that are not going to serve you for your future and to talk about things that are actually making people look at you a certain way. And so that when you do get to a point in your life when you're ready to settle down and you're ready to take somebody serious, nobody's gonna take you seriously because of what you've been putting out into the universe all of these years. That's what we have to think about. 
not just as women, but every artist. But since I am a woman, I guess I should keep it on the aspect of a woman. If all you ever put out is sex, that's all you're ever going to get. And your music is only going to last as long as you can continue to put out sexy content. And for women, you have maybe 10 years. Maybe. And if your bars cannot carry you through your physical decline, then you're just going to be wiped out of the history books. So I hope this hot take makes sense. I just want people to, I want artists to make great music again and stop making music just because you want to fit into a trend and come up real quick off of some money because it's trendy right now. That's what's pushing numbers. What about your responsibility as an artist to become better every day and in turn, hopefully encourage other people to become better instead of destroying the people who support you? Because that's really what it comes down to as well. And I know this hot take is kind of all over the place, but that's That's where my mind goes and it stems from I want women to see themselves as more than just sexual objects, as more than just wet P words. Because after the sex is sold, what do you have left? And that's all I have to say about that because I don't want to ramble. I feel like that was pretty rambly. But um, yeah, let me know what you think about that hot take. We're going to get into the Lex chat after these messages. Let's finally get into the main topic of today's Lex chat. Let's talk DJ Power Summit ATL, which was this past weekend. Well, when is this coming out? It was last weekend, January 13th, 14th, and 15th. That's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I want to give you my thoughts on the overall weekend and how the panels went. I want to answer the main question you all had, and I want to share some of my favorite moments from the summit. So starting with my overall review of the experience. My overall impression of the DJ Power Summit ATL 2023 is very good, very positive experience. Day one was registration and networking, meeting with other artists and DJs who would be attending the event. And um, that was held at the AC Hotel, which is like right next to Centennial, right next to that Waffle House. That's on that corner right there. And it was dope. Um, It was in the lobby of the hotel and we kind of just had our own little corner. And you walk in, go, you know, check my name off the list. I signed up as media this year because I wanted to cover this as Lex Chat and not just as an artist. Although I certainly did benefit a lot from, uh, (laughs) I did benefit a lot as an artist. But coming in as media, I think was a really good play. And, you know, It was good. I got a drink and sat at the bar and a lot of people came up and approached me and just wanted to talk to me, which helped a lot because I'm still not the best at networking. Oops, I hit the desk. I'm still not the best at networking and that's something that I do want to get better at, but it, it really made things a lot easier for me that everyone was walking up to me and asking me, hey, how are you? My name is so and so. What's your name? I do da 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 da. What do you do? And um, there's just a lot of cool people 
a lot of people who came from out of town to enjoy the weekend. And um, yeah, obviously I met a lot of DJs, young, old, um, from Atlanta, Georgia, from Carolinas, from LA, from Pennsylvania. Just, I was really surprised that people were like literally coming from all over the place. So day one was the registration, picked up the media badge and networked a little bit, got to see some of the people who I would be seeing the entire weekend. And then day two and three were the panels. So day two, they had panels at 4U Recordings. There were three panels each day and each of them were two hours each. So on day two um, at 4U Recordings, it was the panels were behind the board, radio DJ and artist relations, and then industry execs versus influencers. And then on day three, there were panels held at Stankonia Studio, and those were women in hip hop, women empowerment with Miss Deb Antney as a moderator. There was also NFT, blockchain, and DeFi. DeFi, I learned, means decentralized finance. And then the last panel was from the streets to internet digital music um i really like day two at for you recordings very solid very solid panels um i'm trying to think did anything really stick out to me the most from those panels and probably like a majority of the information from day two all the panels at for you recordings it was a lot of like, you know, certain resources like Tracklib was something that was brought up. Tracklib and Trackmaster, where you could get samples cleared for way cheaper than if you had to do like the major route. Like if you're an independent artist, then Tracklib is a great and cost efficient alternative to getting your samples cleared. Um, they talked about making sure that you were set up with your sound exchange, your PRO, and what else? Protecting your music, how to supplement your money that used to be made in the old record business by product placements, brand deals, selling catalogs. Um, and it was just a lot of good, good information. They talked about BDS, Nielsen encoding, media base, and there were some memorable quotes in there. Oh, the guy, I read this book years ago. I forget who mentioned it, but he suggested that we read the book, Who Moved My Cheese? And I actually did read that book when I was back in Texas, I think at my dad's house. This was maybe like 2006, 2007. Really great read, but just because he mentioned it, I think I wanna go ahead and buy that book so I can have it for my library at home. And we got into how to get in with the DJs, how to build a relationship with the DJs, um, tracking your records, servicing the DJs and what you should be sending to the DJs like when you do send your music in and uh it was just it was just a lot of great information probably the single most helpful panel of the entire summit I would have to say can I say this confidently I would have to say that the NFT blockchain and DeFi, I would have to say that was probably the best, most informative and practical panel from the weekend because it was a very smooth, like the moderator did a great job of keeping things real smooth. And they told us a lot of things to, 
like get the wheels turning, you know? So something that was really dope for me is um, something that really jolted me, like reminded me of why I need to go back into the email marketing, right? And I wrote this down in my notes. I said, streaming sucks, not just for money, but also because you can't get data from listeners. Use platforms that allow you to get data from your audience, whether that's a name, an email, a location, favorite color, a birthday, something. The downfall with using a lot of these different apps is that you have no control over the user data and data is what is most valuable. A lot of companies will pay a lot of big money to get data about each and every one of its consumers because when you understand your market, you have a better chance of advertising to them and getting better results and having them to be more likely to buy because you just know more about them and you know their habits and you know how they're going to spend. So when they mentioned that, I was like, yo, that makes sense. I need to be collecting this data and it's it's really hard learning your market and keeping up with like what kind of people do I make music for where do they go what's their favorite color how do they how do they dress what are their vibes like are they chill people are they antsy are they a ball of energy you know and it made me realize that I could do a much better job I want to do a much better job of understanding my audience. Like right now, I know that I attract a majority male audience, probably because of how I look and then because of songs like Bedream, which is very much like a cater to you type of pamper your man type of song, which is different in this day and age because most women, most mainstream songs are talking about using men for money and scamming men and only being with men for the bag. So I think that's what helps me stand out. But I don't really know anything about these guys personally, except that they might find me attractive, you know? So that particular panel with the NFT blockchain and, and DeFi, decentralized finance, it actually made me think more about looking at my audience. And um, of course there were some honorable mentions like uh, Dr. Jake Taylor. He said three things we need to learn. We need to master for stability, cash creation, cash hedging and multiplying that stuck out to me and then during the industry execs versus influencers panel um 30 to 60 days before a release you need 30 to 60 days before your release to plan a release and really take your time and that makes me feel good because i've been practicing um releasing singles 30 days out having better a better rollout they said really six weeks should be you know an official like plan ahead for a rollout but if you can get 30 to 60 days then that's really good and so yeah that without a doubt the nft blockchain and DeFi panels were perfectly put together perfectly curated i'll say and then the from the streets to the internet digital music that was a good one as well because they talked about how to service records and um yeah, how to how to just stand out to DJs when you're sending your records. I wanted the women empowerment panel to be much more than it was to be completely transparent. I think Miss Deb, it started out good. Like she, I know she had so many questions that she wanted to ask and she wanted to get deeper into a, a conversation. Like she wanted to steer it to, you know, 
she's very upset with how music has been going the past few years and I definitely agree with her and the questions she was asking it was like you know who are who is to blame is it the labels or the consumers for the type of music that's coming out and being pushed and what responsibility do we as influencers have in influencing the trends and influencing the development of music from here on out and how it's affecting our community and she just has some really dope questions i know she didn't get to answer everything but then we got to a point where it was like you know what's what's this obsession with wet p words and why is what is a wet a p word and you know why is it so important why is everyone talking about it in their music and no lie we probably talked about that for like 10 15 minutes and it was just like okay how did we get here i wanted that panel to be so much more but it just uh they were just saying a lot of nothing honestly i think it would have been better if miss deb was by herself she really she's too powerful there were eight women on that stage miss deb was there were seven other women she was way more powerful than everybody like her presence is just and she's going to get her point across she will talk you know what i mean she will talk over you and um i feel like it would have been better if it was just her and then have the audience asking questions because she's just powerful by herself she really didn't need to moderate she didn't need to be on a panel she really could have did it by herself so yeah that was um the overall overall it was a really great weekend and um i will say that i do kind of feel like when you're coming to these kinds of things you're paying not necessarily for the information that's being told because it's not anything new that they're saying although a lot of it were, were great refreshers and things that i had forgotten about but you're mainly paying for the networking opportunity like all of these people being in one room all of these djs talking and networking with them that is the true value of events like this so now i want to talk about some of the questions that some of y'all were asking and the two biggest questions that i was getting just before because i did put out a question like you know what kind of questions do y'all have for djs and i'll see if i can ask these questions well the main questions were why do the djs play trash music and why don't djs break records anymore and from what i gather from this whole summit why do djs play trash music even if the dj doesn't necessarily like the song personally if people are requesting certain songs to be played then as the dj you got to do what's going to make the crowd happy and that's one explanation that i gathered from uh this entire weekend because a few of the djs said themselves like they don't think a record is hot but then an artist will come back two weeks two months later and they're everywhere and the song is playing everywhere you would look crazy if you don't also play that music because it's what's hot and it's what everybody is asking for i want to play a clip directly from the panel that answers this question as far as like how do djs determine what to play and this clip i don't remember who was speaking in this clip but this was from day two at four u recordings and this was the radio dj and artist relations panel so let's take a listen so if you streaming if the artists are streaming and, and and these people that's under 30 who mostly do the streaming 
don't particularly listen to the radio station, why does that matter to the program director? It's case by case, though. Yeah. It's case by case. Every, I mean, uh, Drake could drop a turd tonight, and that on screen because it's Drake. You so, know, so because it's Drake, though. Well, let me finish. Right. That don't necessarily mean that it's gonna be a hit, and I'm gonna play it. Gotcha. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So it's case by case. You know, I, I get. I think that caps that, right? I don't agree with his ass at all. No, 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 no I don't agree with you. Uh, streaming, right? If people are not listening to radio, and we want people to listen to radio, and people are streaming this, we need to play this people want to hear so they can boring back. That's why, was, well, me and him had that conversation the other day. But I, I thought you was going, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, so. I wasn't going. Right, I'm sorry. <laughs> If, they, if, if, if a million people are streaming, I better be playing that motherfucking record because they'll never listen to my motherfucking radio stations if I don't play the record. But, okay. I got some fucking No, no, but, but seriously, it's also like a, it's also like a map, say for instance. Sometimes I can look at streaming and I can pull up the national streams and it hits me to some shit that's jumping in, in uh, Chicago. It hits me to some shit. Florida or Louisiana, etc. And I go, oh, so now I'm digging into it a little bit more to investigate to see if it's something that we need to be on as a station. Not every song makes the cut. So that was a snippet from day two at 4U Recording Studios. The panel was radio DJ and artist relations. And the people who are on that panel, I just looked up the flyer and I'll have it. Um, in the visual as well. The people on the panel were Lester Pace, DJ OS, DJ Louis V, Lil Bankhead, DJ Fresh, Big Hef, DJ Uki, and Amir Boyd as the moderator. And so, you know, if you were wondering how it is the DJs determine what to play, what I learned from the DJs that weekend was a lot of them might not necessarily like the music just like you heard they might not necessarily like the music but if they want people to tune into their show and trust them and like them as tastemakers but also be voices for the people in a sense then they do kind of have to bend a little bit and play music that people want to hear so i could understand that i could understand that viewpoint and then the other question was why don't djs break records anymore well, I really want to get into um, some of these clips that I have. I have a lot of audio clips where these questions are being answered. Um, honestly, I want to say that it all comes down to money and a lack of education on the artist's part for what a DJ needs once a single is released or once a project is released. And then there's like a lack of relationship building between the DJ and the artist. That's what I got from it. But also what I got from it is that honestly, you need to have a lot of money to play in this industry. And you need to have a lot of money to appease the DJs because there was, um, which panel was it? Let me look back in my notes. It was the radio DJ and artist relations panel. This was on day two at 4U Recordings. And they were talking about how to get in good with the DJs. And they were saying stuff like, go to the nightclubs, pay the DJ, um, pay the DJ to get your song played, 
Come to the events like DJ Power Summit. Understand what music they play. Make that type of music. Get into listening sessions. Take the DJ out to eat. Follow the DJ on social media. See what they do daily. Be memorable and personable. And honestly, a lot of the stuff boiled down to because I and this is where I'm kind of struggling. Like I, I'm going to bring on a couple of my DJ friends and create like a whole different episode on this. But from what I gathered from what was being said at the summit, basically, you got to pay the DJ, pay the DJ, support the DJ monetarily in some way. They were saying things like come to the club. But y'all, do y'all know how expensive expensive it is to go to the club? Me personally, I don't love going to the club. (laughs) Um, You got to pay as a woman to get my hair, makeup, nails done. I got to stay looking right. I got to have a good outfit. And then I got to pay for parking and then the gas that it takes to get there. Or if you took an Uber or a Lyft, it's expensive to take a ride share. And then you got to pay to get into the club. And then you got to pay to get drinks. Um, And then if you're buying the DJ a drink, that costs money. And then if you're paying the DJ to play your song, that costs money. And they are like kind of expecting you to come to the club every week. And for someone like me who is, I'm naturally shy and introverted, I don't really want to be around people that often. This entire weekend for me was actually quite draining, even though I'm very thankful for all the people I met and I'm glad and grateful that I went to the event. It was very draining and it was like a whole work day. I stayed there from 1 p.m. until 7 p.m., tuned in to every single panel until it was done (laughs) that's a full work day and then they still had events afterwards at clubs I'm just like I'm I'm an old lady I can't hang I don't want to be around y'all I just want to learn what I want to learn I want to go home and figure out how I can apply it but basically what I gathered is that you know you got to be able to spend money spend money Cause, um, some of the guys were saying like, you know, build a relationship with the DJ, but I highly doubt that at our age, anybody's trying to make new friends like that for real. I do want to share another one of my favorite moments from the summit. And let me see this one again. Oh no, this was from uh, day two at For You Recording Studios. This was the industry execs versus influencers. And there was this guy by the name of Rap Juggernaut who had some interesting math to break down and really helped me put a lot of things in perspective. Um, I hope it helps you as well. So let's listen to what he had to say. There are 100,000 songs a day that are released for digital streaming platforms. So that means in a seven day week, 700,000 songs have been released. Is my math correct, everybody? At minimum. Only 200 songs make it to the billboard chart. So each of you motherfuckers are in here fighting for something that happens 0.028571428.6% of the time. That is a mathematical fact. You haven't identified your fans. That's why you can't sell them anything. You haven't established ownership. That's why Epic doesn't want to entertain your meeting. You haven't figured out what it is that you need to come to the studio. That's why KP won't answer the phone to book sessions for you. 
You never liked, shared, or commented on any picture from the progress report, which is why they refused to schedule an interview without first sending you the sponsorship packages. The easiest way to know what DJs Sylvan depends on is to follow and engage with his page. Here's another mathematical fact for you. 1% of every day. If you gave me 1% every day more than you gave me yesterday at the end of the year, you will be 365% better. Do you know how much 1% of one day is? 14 mother minutes. 14 minutes of your day doing something today to better what you did yesterday. And I guarantee you at the end of the year, you're going to be three times better than you were when you started. So that was the rap juggernaut and that was during the industry execs versus influencers panel and you know i did just do a lot of complaining about like you know you need money and you need time and you got to be out all of the time but really when you break down the math of what he was saying over 700,000 songs are released on streaming weekly so within a month 7 14 21 20 that's already what 2.8 over 2 million records released every single month so when you look at that, right, and then you got to kind of empathize with the DJ, the same way that there are so many artists putting out music, there are a lot of songs that DJs have to go through. So, you know, I did my complaining and as an artist who I don't necessarily make the money I want to make just yet, it does become frustrating to know that, you know, you really need money to play with. And then I'm spending all this time at the club when am I working? <laughs> That's also where my grown woman mind comes into play. But it's really like the rap juggernaut was saying, even if you just gave 14 minutes a day to maintaining relationships with these people and making yourself stand out to these people so you can wade through the millions of songs that they get that they get bombarded with monthly and um, I didn't put the clip in here. I'm not going to put it in because I don't feel like looking for it, honestly. Um, I will post these full panel clips to my Patreon. So if you're interested in hearing the full panels, then you just got to become a patron and I'll, I'll put it up there for you. But there was another clip where one of the guys was saying, you really have to make yourself stand out to the DJ. And so all these songs that get released, all of these songs that DJs have to go through, to make yourself stand out, you have to build relationships. And like I said, I was complaining, but the honest truth is I, as hard as I think I work, I still, no, that's a lie. I don't think I'm doing enough. I never feel like I'm doing enough. And it's because of panels like this, honestly, where I'm constantly reminded that I'm not doing enough and that I definitely need a team because um, it's just so many moving pieces to this industry. But when it comes to the DJ and maintaining relationships, to make yourself stand out, you have to maintain relationships. And something that's hard for me is I have to battle against my introverted nature to will myself to want to be around people and will myself to want to get out of the house and go to these events and not just be an artist who releases online and thinks that all the online interaction is going to get me the the attention and notoriety that I'm seeking to get to the next level, right? The one common thing that everybody agreed on during this summit is no matter how much we are in a digital world, 
that physical connection, that effort put in to connect one-on-one, that cannot be replaced. So as an artist, how we make ourselves stand out and how we better our chances of getting a record broken, it's really like the same way you would approach having a team. Find people that you like, that you believe in, who are going to work just as hard as you and cater to that relationship. Try to build it up because um, there was a really great quote that I think Amir Boyd from... I want to say it was the radio DJ and artist relationships panel. He said, you know, F working your way up, work beside. Because something that I find to be true is all the people that become the next, you know, the top echelon of the industry or whatever, they came up together. They always ran into each other and they were they were peers. So I think um, it's much better to work with people who are like on your level and y'all grind and build up together versus always reaching up and looking for a hand back. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um, a couple more clips that I want to share with you of some of my favorite moments is commenting on how they said, you know, build a relationship with a DJ, be friends with a DJ. And um, I want to play a a clip by Murphy Lee. He was on the last panel, I believe, which was, yep, from the streets to internet digital music. And a lot of us, some of us, I, I get that we're really excited, you know, and hungry to get the music to pop off. But same thing I run into as an engineer with a lot of artists who think it's so easy. They skip so many steps in in the process of make really like solidifying themselves as an artist and they skip a lot of steps and they forget about foundation building or they just don't do a good job of building their foundation. So I want to play a clip by Murphy Lee that's basically talking about how as artists don't skip steps before you even hit the DJ you need to be doing certain things. So let's take a listen to what Murphy Lee said. We having this DJ conversation, but man, y'all got a lot more to do before you come to this DJ. Yeah. Like straight up, quit getting on their nerves. I'm here to tell you now. They don't want to hear. He just told you two or two hundred million thousand trillion records dropped last month. <laughs> they ain't playing. Man, it's hard to yeah. even configure. Y'all gotta put they, put yourself in their shoes. Like it's it's hard to even go that route. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? So what we need to do is. Build a fan base again. I'm gonna bring it back to the tip. It's no difference from having a shirt company, opening up a burger shop, opening up a hot dog shop. You are the brand, bro. You are the brand, sell it. You selling yourself. Y'all gonna say, he straight said, boy, you easier to sell uh, 50 t-shirts than to, sell, <laughs> than to get a million spins. You feel what I'm saying? Like we tripping, you feel what I'm saying? So what we need to do is like, it's so many steps that we need to do before we get to the DJ, before we even get to, to pan this, pan that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need to grab somebody. Yo, listen, 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 listen. I promise you, everybody here got 500 contacts in their phone. Your cousin don't know you rap. Your cousin don't know you got to show them all. We have this, my people be having, uh, they be having uh, 
uh, you know, the, 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 and I don't want to say talent shows, but you feel know what I'm saying? Like they be having those jokes, and I'm telling you, it'd be a room full of artists. What are we doing? Y'all didn't invite 10 people? You didn't invite nobody, bro. You just gonna get on stage, try to win a contest for 200 hours, and you didn't invite nobody. Yeah. We tripping, we skipping steps. This is artists. I just want to tell you, we skipping steps. Quit getting on these people's nerves, man. I don't even ask. He'd be like, which record you want? I don't even. I don't even come to him, so I y'all shouldn't. If y'all ain't ready to come with budget, if y'all ain't ready to come moving it in a certain way, stay away from these people, man. Get up and get them. It's too many. It's 10 people on the chart. Two top 20, we got this. Come on, bro. There's no difference. There's 400,000 people in the NBA. It's a million at the park. You can do the same jumper, same dunk. But they not gonna be in that 420. It's not, it ain't no joke, so we need to to figure out what you really want to do. You want to be famous? You want money? What you want in this game? Figure that out first before you come talking to people, spend my record, do this, do that, free shit. That's already, you got free shit on the line. You got, already got your free shit. And Murphy Lee brings, he brought up great points. He brought up very great points. Like a lot of times we want to rush the process and we don't want to go through all of the steps because it is frustrating and we do see certain people popping off and seemingly becoming successful overnight because they have a viral moment and you're like dang I could I should be able to get a viral moment because these people like what is that that was just released you know I have plenty of moments like that and admittedly when I'm in the studio too plenty of moments when I'm working with artists who I don't think are as great as me when it comes to the writing or the the vocals but they do at least have a budget like Murphy Lee said and so if we are an artist and we don't necessarily have the funds to come correct like Murphy Lee was saying then uh there was another quote that one of the panelists said did I write it down he basically was saying that if you don't have the money Take it one day at a time. That's what Lester Pace said. If you don't have the money, take it one day at a time. And, you know, we have to be creative with how we are doing things, but we also cannot skip steps. The reason why, and it's actually a blessing in disguise to have to slow down and to have to think of creative ways to use the money that we do have or think of creative ways to do things for free to market ourselves is a blessing because you learn different aspects of the industry, which makes you even more powerful and more formidable of a force in the industry versus only being an artist. And the only saving grace that you have is throwing a bag at people. But as soon as that bag runs out, you don't have any more connections because you, you know, you money, man, you had a bag. People are used to you paying and you don't rely on the connection. You don't rely on building the relationship when you just throw money at everybody. And so I think that's also a, like a saving grace, a, a saving point that we have to remember. I think there should be, in my opinion, a good balance. Now that I'm thinking about it and really reflecting on everything, there should be a good balance. Be ready with a bag, but also do everything like be well-rounded and also keep up with the connection don't let the money be the only thing that gets your name through the door because like i said once that money runs out that's it if you don't have more money then there goes there goes people's uh 
if you introduce the relationship as being money based, then people's loyalty will only be as deep as your pockets. Boom. I should make that a sound bite. Let me make a little note right here. Here to click, click, tap, tap. So yeah, um, I want to end off this podcast with another final favorite moment of mine. One of the favorite moments of mine. And this one is from Dr. Jake Taylor from the NFT blockchain and DeFi panel. And basically the gist of this is none of our life is just anything. So how I just said that we can't rely on just being an artist or you could and just throw money at people, but that doesn't really get you too far once the money is up. We have to be more than just artists. And Dr. Jake Taylor perfectly says it in this clip and explains why we need to be okay with being more than just an artist. So take a listen. When you talk about music, uh, you're a product developer. And your job is to create a product that your marketplace wants and they want to share about how amazing that product is. The problem with most people that create, so like entrepreneurs that are creators that find uh, uh, they're innovative with technology, they're innovative with all those things, um, because they're so big on just creation, and we, you know the creator boxed themselves in, I'm just the artist, I'm just the developer, I'm just the DJ, you know, and, and none of our life is just anything. You're a father, you're a brother, you're a best friend, you're an enemy to somebody, you're an ally to somebody else, you, you know, you're, 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 you know, you're, you're, whatever it is, all of us have different departments of how we navigate this world that we call a life, right? But for some reason in our craft, we say all I am is this. So what happens is, I'll give y'all a prime example. Um, we bought a, Iggy, what we bought a tech, $500. Five. We, we bought a tech company for $500. This guy is a developer. All he wants to do is develop. Say develop. develop. It's just like an artist that all they want to do is make music. And he couldn't make this product move. He didn't know marketing, he didn't know distribution, he didn't know sales, he didn't know none of that. He thought it would be a smash hit and it wasn't. So he waited about two or three years on this tech product, it didn't move. I liked it, I know exactly what to do with it. So when I went to him, I said, yo, can I buy it off of you? Can I acquire it? We acquired this tech product for $500. Uh, 16 months, we made over 632,000 off of it. And now we're selling it for 1.3. So uh, that's, that's about $2 million in a 16-month 16, 16 span because I know product development, branding, marketing, distribution. I know image control. I know influencer marketing. I know how to broker deals. I know how to copyright. I know automation and technology. And when I don't, I just don't hire somebody to do it. I hire them to teach me as they do So, So when we talk about being an artist, you gotta get out of that. Let me tell you something. Business dirty, and I'm gonna tell you this right now. If 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 you got me, gave me something, or you got a product, I don't have to do right by you if you didn't do right by yourself to learn it. Facts. You better talk about that. What I mean by that is the tech guy. When he, I'm gonna tell him we sold it, and he gonna be mad that we sold it, but you sold it to me for five hundred. You didn't say, hey, I don't want to sell it, but I'm going to keep servicing it. I want 
Now, we, if you ever sell it, any distribution, any user control, I want to participate. But because he wanted quick bread, because he just wanted out the deal, he missed all the cash flow and the sale in that process. I got another problem. Well, I'm probably going to tell him after I buy his next tip product. Uh, but, but, but what I'm telling you is that we want people to do right by us as creators when we don't do right by ourselves as the people who create that very thing that's getting sold. And so if you're getting into any game, you're a product developer, you got to learn the game of the business that you're getting in, or you're gonna be 20, 30 years down, uh, creating YouTube channels, talking about how everybody did you wrong. <laughs> Jaguar, Jaguar. <laughs> So that was a clip from which one was that the NFT blockchain and DeFi panels that was Dr. Jake Taylor and I'm so glad that he reiterated that you know don't let yourself just be one thing and I find especially if you don't have the money especially if you don't have the connections you know we got to figure out what we can do until we can get the things that we really want to do, you know? And I tell my friends this all the time. I tell fellow creatives this all the time. Try not to get stuck on just doing and being one thing because the flip side of that, we didn't talk about like the mental side of that where you focus on one thing for so long and if it doesn't pan out, it can really drive you crazy and it causes an imbalance in your life. So personally, we should not be all in on one thing anyway, but especially as creatives, whether you are a singer, songwriter, rapper, engineer, producer, DJ, um, whether you are any of those creative roles or anything or something else really, right? You don't want to get stuck on being one thing and one thing only because nobody is just one thing life is never just simple or life is never just one thing you know what i mean so we should apply that like we are complex beings we have many different things that we like and that we're interested in explore all of it because in my opinion it could only stand to work for your good but if you never develop those things because you're too focused on one aspect popping off and you never see how far you can go anywhere else or you never see how much you can stretch. You never see what else you can do because you don't give yourself the opportunity to and you end up holding yourself back. So I thought that clip was really great and a great reminder and a great way to end the recap for the DJ Summit, the DJ Power Summit in Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out to DJ Big X ATL and the Coalition DJs for putting this event together. Overall, I really enjoyed the experience and met a lot of great people. It was great energy, really great energy. And everybody was really friendly and just down to network and down to see how we can make these connections work. And when you're going to these kind of events, that's really what it's all about. Yes, the information is good. Yes, the motivation from the panels is good. But having all of these different people in one space, take that opportunity to network, get contacts. And then what I need to do after all of this, right? I need to follow up with people because admittedly, I'm not the best with following up because like I said, I need to work on just getting out the house and pushing through my introvert nature because 
Being an artist is what I say I want to do. You can't be shy when you're an artist. You kind of suck up the energy when you're in the room as an artist. So, yeah. So what I need to do, I've done part of my homework, like what I told myself I want to do. Recap my favorite moments from the panel. Make a list of the resources mentioned this weekend and apply some of those things and then make a list of people I met and the contacts I collected and then reach out to them. So I'm glad I read that because I do want to try to pick out some of the resources that were mentioned over the course of the weekend. So track lib for getting samples cleared if you're an independent artist. Um, and sorry, let me make a quick note on my screen here. Track live to clear samples if you are an independent artist and you don't have a big label with a big budget, you can get samples cleared for relatively cheaper. They also mentioned track masters. Uh, let's see. They mentioned sound exchange. They mentioned, of course, ASCAP, BMI, CSAC. They mentioned um, sound song trust. They mentioned media base. They mentioned Serato. Serato is a, a software that DJs use, apparently, that can tell the DJ how many spins a record has had or like it's basically a DJ database of songs. So that's something new that I learned that I didn't know about. It's called Serato. And then they mentioned BDS encoding and Nielsen encoding or just going through MediaBase to encode your songs and have the metadata and ISRCs into the digital um, history or the digital, the digital, what do you call it? Into the digital DNA of the record, basically. So every time it is played somewhere, then it, it's being tracked. That's what media base is for. So let's see. Um, they mentioned that we need to get comfortable with creating short form content, micro content. So YouTube shorts is a really great example of this and how YouTube is really pushing shorts, how people create reels on Instagram, how people create TikToks. Those are all examples of short form content. They highly encourage that we do that. Um, they highly encourage that you still get EPKs, electronic press kits, and make sure you're keeping up with an updated biography, okay? Plan your releases at least 30 days out. Ideally, you're planning them six weeks out, but at least give yourself 30 days of a rollout so you can really take your time and just do certain things to advertise and market your release. Put your story in your live shows. Think about why people should care about your music, why people should care about coming to see you. Let's see, what else do we have in here? Um, they mentioned Crypto Voxel. I have not looked into that, but they mentioned Crypto Voxel. Um, they mentioned life insurance. They mentioned short term uh, like cash flow outlets such as Airbnb, which is a short term rental, or quarter projects, which an example of that would be flipping houses. Um, they mentioned getting into investments, getting into compound interest, high yield savings account, which are savings accounts that earn a higher percentage than traditional. So a good example of that, like I currently use ally.com. Their percentages are usually like two to three, two to four percent. It fluctuates depending on the market, I think. But it, it definitely pays me more than a traditional bank account with, say, like Wells Fargo. Right. Um. Let's see. What else did they mention? 
they reminded us that it's more important. So when you are using certain platforms, see how you can collect data about your audience because that will make it easier for you to know who to target and who to market to. And then Dr. Jake Taylor asks that we learn how to master cash creation, cash hedging, and then multiplying cash. Another resource that is actually spearheaded by Dr. Jake Taylor for $1 a month, pbsdollarclub.com. It's like a financial literacy course for $1 per month. And there's like hours of education on there. Again, they talk about insurance reserves, life insurance, fractional ownership of rights via NFTs. The book, Who Moved My Cheese, was mentioned. Um, Connecting Dots Promotion, Hot New Music, AGA Agency. Um, Where is that? Where is that website? Meet DJ Funky ATL to submit to be on the mixtape. And Chart Metric is another resource to help create digital plan and market research. And yeah, and they wanted to encourage us to put your music directly on your own website. They did stress the importance of having your own website. So definitely make sure that y'all invest in that. They mentioned The Cheat Code, which I think is a podcast by Rap Juggernaut. Um, BPM Supreme is a record pool. Serato is the DJ platform, the platform that DJs use to get their spins, like get their, their music from. Oh, and I learned that Tidal actually allows for, if your music is on Tidal, then DJs can access that database to play your music. That was something that I, I, I wasn't too privy on, but that was a nice mention. Fanbucks.com is a texting service to um, cater to and like nourish, develop the connection between you and your fans. That's a text message service without having to have a bunch of people text your personal phone. Let's see. What else did they mention? That's pretty much it. Um, As I think about, oh, digitalradiotracker.com is another way to track your spins online. So all of those things are great resources and I definitely enjoyed myself. I hope that you enjoyed listening to this. I hope you found it informative. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to get to more events around the city and uh, maybe even do some traveling outside of Atlanta. And y'all let me know what kind of things y'all want to learn about. Um, I will be creating more episodes based off of the DJ Power Summit because there's a few topics that I definitely I definitely want to dig deeper into. So that'll be a lot of fun. But thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get into these closing remarks and make my little note here get into my closing remarks. So remember that these Lex chats are typically live recorded on Wednesday nights on Instagram and YouTube. But if you miss the live conversation, then you can catch the replay on Mondays at 8 a.m. If you are listening or watching this on YouTube right now, please like comment in the comment section down below to join in on the conversation. Let me know what your favorite part of this recap was. And if I mention anything that sparked, that, that gave you some sparks in your mind and got some wheels turning. Okay. 
And then please make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bell so you'll be notified each and every time I post a new piece of content. If you would like to go the extra mile in supporting me, then I would greatly appreciate you going to patreon.com slash lexiatl.com for as little as $5 a month. You can become a patron, get shout outs on my Lex chats and get early access to content as well as automatic entry into these giveaways. And um, like I said, did I say this earlier? I don't remember, but I'm gonna say it again in case I didn't say it. I will be posting the full audio to my Patreon page. So if you are a patron, you will get those, what is it? 12 hours of content. Everything that I heard this weekend, I want you to hear it, but you gotta be a patron to access that. And that's just $5. And after you pay that, you can listen to the 12 hours and you can cancel it if you want to, you know what I'm saying? But great resources, great resources. If you are listening to this on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts, please make sure you rate this five out of five stars and leave a review. All of these things, the commenting, the following, the subscribing, it really helps the algorithm tell, you know, it tells the algorithm this is a good piece of content that should be pushed to a wider audience. And I want to give um, last mentions to my sponsors, Eb Slade on Instagram at E-B-S-L-A-Y-E-D, Eb Slade on Instagram. Go to her for full service for your hair and makeup. When you reach out to book your appointment, tell her Lexi sent you. Another shout out to Glory Apparel, God's Love Over Rebellious Youth Store, or find them on Instagram at Glory Apparel One. Click on the link in their bio and buy from the Loved Ones Connection. Part of the proceeds go to sponsoring therapy sessions to help the mental and emotional health of those in need. And again, I want to let you know about the upcoming events. I will be modeling for the Pan Yarders Mass Band launch. That's Sunday, February 19th at 3 p.m. at Caribbean Connection Cultural Center at 2620 Park Central Boulevard in Decatur, Georgia. Sometimes Stonecrest pops up. Don't be alarmed. That's the right location. Pan Yarders Mass Band. It's like carnival costumes being presented to the world. That's Sunday, February 19th at Caribbean Connection Cultural Center at 2620 Park Central Boulevard in Decatur, Georgia. And then on February 25th, it's the 90s sitcom prom. We're going to shop, then party like it's 1999. Get your dose of nostalgia. There will even be a prom king and queen. So try to be the best dressed in your 90s outfit. I will be performing. Ticket purchases help to get me paid. The money goes directly into my pocket. Just make sure you click on my ticket selection when you click on the Eventbrite link. It's the one that says Lexi next to it in parentheses. Like I said, this event will be held on Saturday, February 25th. It's going to be all day, but the performances and the party doesn't start until 8 p.m. And this is going to be held at Atlanta Utility Works at 2903 RN Martin Street, East Point, Georgia. See you there. And if you want a recap on these uh, live events that I'm going to, then just go to my website, LexiATL.com. And right there on the homepage, it'll show you what events I have going up. Lastly, Smoke and Mirrors is releasing on the 25th. Uh, That's the Wednesday after the airing of this episode to celebrate the release of my first gospel song. Smoke and Mirrors is the first gospel song. I'm giving away $100 total worth of gift cards or cash app. Our first winner was at Detroit Dope. Congratulations. Four more names are going to be drawn to win the remaining $80. Pay attention to the Instagram page at LexiATL and stay tuned to the Lex chat 
to hear who the winners are, who's being announced each and every week. Okay. So the next drawing is going to be done on Wednesday, January 25th, Wednesday, February 1st, Wednesday, February 8th, and Wednesday, February 15th. And remember, I decided that once you enter once into the drawing, you're automatically in for all five drawings. So you can win as little as $20 or you can win the whole pot if you're just that lucky and you can win the full $100 over the next five weeks. But you got to pay attention to that post on my Instagram at LexiATL on Instagram at L-E-X-C-A-T-L for a chance to win and find out how you can get extra entries. Okay. Okay. But thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode of Lex Chat. I really hope Hope you enjoyed it. My name is Lexi. Until next time, peace. When I wanna just go on and let me get get it. Be like Jay on elevators and let's just hit it. Don't worry about you breaking rules up on a tick tick and cheers to the good life work so you can stick with it.